Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Prime Potty. I am honoured to be uh, <laughs> to be here with a couple of amazing guests, two uh, of Collingwood's finest. I've got Bo McCreary and Josh Carmichael on the pod today, and we are going to be getting into some great issues, but also going to be separating the player from the person today. So something that I'm very, very excited to do. Bo, I'll start with you, my friend. How are you? Good. Good. Happy to be here, brother. Yeah. Happy for you to be here as well, my friend. (laughs) (laughs) Bo's wondering about how unfiltered he can be during this podcast. I said, mate, just just go go for it. Uh, (laughs) Josh, how are you, my friend? Very excited to be here too. Ready to see my boat. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Um, Lads, we've just had Valentine's Day. You're both taken? Yeah. Yeah, both both taken. taken. I thought I just had to double check that. Uh, How was Valentine's Day? I'll start with you both. Yeah, it was good. Like I was saying earlier, um, we had urban surf in the Mm. morning with the footy uh, footy boys. Um, Went home, just sort of relaxed and then... Didn't really plan anything, so I sort of saved myself by running to the shops, grabbing some flowers. Um, and I just went and got some fish and chips and sat in the back of the ute down in Brighton. So that's actually the beach. lovely. Yeah, it was good. That's actually lovely. It was, packed. it was actually packed, and then there was an ice cream truck as well to top it off. Oh, I actually saw on your story it looked very, very good. Yeah. I um, going back to that, I'd, yeah. I got the rose on Valentine's Day. I forgot to get the missus any flowers, but took out to a nice lunch. So yeah. I tried yeah. to look after her. I low key woke up and forgot. Yeah, and then. <laughs> Maybe got, sort of got a message and I was like, I reckon there's something on here. And then I realised it was yeah. Valentine's Day. Really? <laughs> like, I'm the same thing. You I did the same? Happy Valentine's. Do you even remember? <laughs> <laughs> Smart from my missus. She reminded me like four or five days before. She's like, don't forget Valentine's Day on Tuesday. So I was, I was glad that I had that. I was probably lucky we had footy because we were sort of yeah. technically busy in the morning. So we had working. time to remember it. Oh, yeah. 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 We're, yeah. We're working. <laughs> Trying to surf. That's right. Yeah. Do you guys get many days off with footy? Um, well, yeah, we get probably, what, three days a week off. Mm. Yeah. We yeah. sort of do two full days, a couple half days, um, during season. Do we get more during season or? No, it sort of depends when we're playing. Mm. Um, but during the, like, pre-season, it's usually, I think this year we pretty well just had every Thursday off and then Saturday, Sunday, and then mm. closer to the season we're getting now, we've had a few uh, Saturday sessions, but we're done by... 11 o'clock, so it's pretty chill. And those days, those full days, what times are we looking at? Probably we'd get there by 7, 7.30. Yeah. Um, done by 4.30. Far out. So, so it's, it's a full it, day. Yeah. It is a full day of work. And like yeah. when people go to actual, you know, their nine to five jobs, like yeah. you guys are still working pretty much the same hours, yeah. but just one day less. I think yeah. everyone thinks that we work like pretty well. People look at it and just think we go and kick a footy around for a couple of hours but there's a bit more to it with meetings and in, in the day yeah. though like we get a lot of time like off time like we could have hour blocks where we get massaged like yes yeah. hard to call work but technically all, yeah. it is work like yeah. Yeah, we, yeah, that is your paid. job at the end of the day so when people yeah. call that not work or you know yeah. it's it might be a, a luxury for some people it's still yeah. it's still work for you guys it's like like i was a tradie as well for a couple of years before i got drafted so it's just like like it's different like I'm not working as much but I'm still just as tired like my first year especially like I was living with Chuggy and we both went home most days and napped because we were just mentally (laughs) drained not as much physically in a way because of well physically and mentally more because we got meetings and you got to be on in the meetings and listening and paying attention with work like when you're on the tools if you're you're not switched on you're not gonna 
It's why we struggle. We just sit there sometimes and we just look at each other and we're like, what is going on? Like, we're just daydreaming for 20 minutes and we just start it's laughing. Hard, like, you got sometimes meetings back to back, but they're pretty good with spacing it out because they know, like, we don't want to be sitting in the meeting for an hour. Yeah, you're not school kids. Just get off the track, stuff like that. So. Do you guys sometimes pinch yourself? You've both come from very different backgrounds to get into the AFL. You know, you haven't come from the traditional background, which we will get into. But do you, do you guys sometimes just pinch yourself and like, I can't believe that I'm here at the Collingwood Football Club playing for one of the biggest teams in the AFL? Yeah, for sure. I reckon um, a lot of the times when I'm on the track and like sometimes you're just so caught up in the footy and that you like look over and there's like the skyline there and like you see who you're training with and you're just like, what, what's actually going on? Like, <laughs> like what is happening? Like a year ago I was working as a tradie, like what's going on now and it's just yeah it's surreal sometimes but like it's just like the little things sometimes I reckon it's not like the big like playing at the G and that like that where you like because you don't like sit back and sit back and appreciate it then but like the little things I reckon is when you're like hey this is kind of cool yeah you're like, it's weird just like probably for example um I reckon I don't know if it was at Christmas or end of year sort of get it uh, like gather um there's been a few new lads being drafted and but they were at the Christmas party too <laughs> And they had just got their first pay. Yeah. And we were all just sort of sitting there. And I'd, I was, I didn't see it happen, but one of the lads was telling me and he was like, Jacob was like pretty excited. He's just been paid and he was like. He was like sh- shoving him, look at my bank account. <laughs> I'm like, bro, don't show me that. And he's just like, here it is. He's like, boys, you know, I would get paid. Oh. As well. We all got paid got at the more. same time. Exactly. But he's just like, which I agree. Like, oh, I, I was the same all. when I first got my first payment. I was at, living at Darcy Cameron's house for that first bit, I think. When I seen it, I was just like, oh, here we go. This is crazy. Buy myself some shoes or something. <laughs> what do you spend it on when you get the that big first paycheck? Um, well, actually, my leg tattoo, I had booked in for – I think I got drafted on a Friday – on a Thursday or something, and I had my leg booked in for the next Friday. Mm. Um, but then I couldn't get that because I'd had to move to Melbourne. So I just got paid and then bought some Mocha Jordans. Yeah, so I nice. Had to, um, I had to change my entire wardrobe because <laughs> I didn't have any money before I got drafted. And then my missus said, you've got to get some new clothes, mate. So I spent my whole first paycheck on shoes and clothes. You're and still that. rocking skinny jeans. And I'm <laughs> yeah, draft night I was wearing skinny jeans and <laughs> apparently they're not it anymore. <laughs> they were cool in the day. Maybe in Mildura they yeah, haven't got out. You're still rocking them in Mildura oh, for sure. I'm still wearing them. Maybe. Yeah. It was acceptable. He probably wore them when he went back over the office. <laughs> Maybe they, yeah, the fashion sense hasn't got back to Mildura no, yet. No. <laughs> Two years behind, mate. Oh, that's all right. So it was Adelaide in general. Yeah, that's that's very fair. Melbourne, I think that we're quite uh, progressive here, yeah. to be honest, with our fashion. Or maybe we're, I don't know. Even, yeah. I think, from, oh, I've been here, what, two, in a bit years, like, from even what I used to wear to now, it's just like, even like just vests or like, like a puff, I would have never worn a puff vest, day. Eh? I used to look at people wearing them like, that ain't it, eh? But now, I reckon they're it. Like, just stuff like that, you know what I mean? That is so or funny. cargoes, like baggy. I used to hate baggy pants too, but now I would not touch anything that's tight. I hate tight stuff. He's in Eshe, mate. He's <laughs> <laughs> like a flat-out Eshe. Oh, that is so no, funny. It's actually so funny. I'm the same since I've moved here because I've obviously come from kind of like Noosa where everything's a bit more flowy. Like, you oh, kind yeah. of like wear linen and like shorts and that sort of stuff. And I've come here and it's like baggy vintage like you're allowed to wear singlets out to clubs and stuff apparently which i didn't know is is a thing and like yeah yeah probably but like it's just it's just a real different scene here of like of like the the fashion and and that sort of stuff 
bold, I reckon. They, yeah. They don't mind being bold. I that's agree. Good. There's probably more people that don't care and then you see someone else that doesn't care and you're just like, man. It's so true. I think that there's a, I think there's a little bit less judgment in what you wear here in think, terms of clothes. Well, even being at the footy club, like, fashion's sort of pretty big at the club, I reckon. Like, especially mm-hmm. when I first got picked up and moved here, I reckon like, I'd walk, well, go to training and just like, Shirt and shorts, and but there'd be like lads in like jeans, dunks, and like a nice shirt. Mm. I'm just like, yeah. as if you can be bothered doing that. In the Who leads that? There's a few lads, like, yeah. um, not not me. <laughs> Tommy Wilson's huge, yeah. Um, everyone knows that he's always he's got the best shoes going around. Um, Q's got good drip, Q, Q's yeah. drip, yeah, yeah, he's pretty drippy, always. Um, yeah. Patlipinski, yep, he just dresses nice, like, he doesn't wear, I wouldn't say he would wear like. He wouldn't be the guy to wear like Prada and stuff like that. He's like, like a classy guy, isn't yeah. he? Yeah. yeah. Just looks, looks, looks nice. Looks yeah. Looks Comes off as a classy <laughs> yeah. guy. Yeah. yeah. 100%. I could um, see him yeah. working as like in finance or something. He's got like the hair in place. I could definitely see me sitting around, sitting down <laughs> doing like my financial planning with him in a couple of years. Modeling, yeah. He's just woken up and he looks like he's been up for three hours. He's a freaking real, isn't he? No, there's a few like that, but then there's other lads like. That don't really care, but like it's to the point now where like not another thing actually Burks. Yeah. Well, you, I wouldn't you wouldn't have caught me dead in Burks a year ago. Eh? Like, I just they weren't it. I've been I've been on them for years. But though. now like <laughs> I, got, I got a pair before I went to Bali and they're elite. They are, they actually go. I don't right. wear shoes they're to eat, anymore. Yeah. I just can't be bothered putting socks on in the morning. Yeah. It's too hard to get dressed up in the morning. You wake up at six and you don't. Oh. Don't want to get in shoes. And yeah. I hate putting on shoes and socks in the morning. Same. Right? I love just putting on Burks. That much of an effort, man. Yeah. yeah. And you, Extra they're better minutes. than Nike slides. So. Yeah, I vouch that. You can't really dress up Nike slides. I vouch that. Now, lads, let's get into your journey to the AFL because, like I said before, you do have a pretty different journey. We'll start with you, Josh. You've you come in uh, mid-season draft. The, what, what happened there? I still can't really tell you what happened there. <laughs> I've got no idea. Nah, um, I don't know. So I was playing country footy in 2021. Yep. So I was playing for Mervyn Magpies back home. I was living in Adelaide at um, a uni college. Um, and, yeah, just driving back on Saturdays. Sometimes doing drive back in the morning, come back at night and just playing there. Um, and living on campus at uni in Adelaide, so um, wasn't training all that much. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I was yeah, having too much fun, I think. So country footy suited me very well then. Um, but then, yeah, last season um, went over to Adelaide. Well, I was in Adelaide and decided to go to West Adelaide. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had a few mates there, um, Adam and Hamish Hartlett. So they were Beautiful. over there. Um, they were in the coaching staff and Hamish was playing. So thought I'd give that a crack. Um, did a pre-season there. Um, pulled my head in for a bit and then, um, yeah, after I think I played the first two pracky matches in the twos um, and then round one I debuted in the sample and then I think I played seven games um, and then after about four games, my first two games, no good. <laughs> but my, all my mates come over from Mildura for the first game. Of, of seniors? Yeah, yeah. Of seniors in the sample. So it was round one. And I, had, I think I had like 14 touches and kicked a goal. And they've only told me since I got drafted, they're like, mate, we thought you were so far off it. Like, we thought you were going to get dropped the next week. I was like, all good. 14 a goal's not bad in a sample game. <laughs> yeah. For me. Even I just didn't look, yeah. didn't, look, didn't look like I was there. Gee whiz. But um, yeah, then after a few games, got the hang of it and um, started playing pretty well. And then after, yeah, seven games in the sample, um, the draft was, and I'm was pretty sure that I was going to go because I'd met with about probably 14 clubs. Um, and then, yeah, draft came around and luckily picked nine to Collingwood and 
Got rest make, is history. Got to this fella. Rest Luckily is enough. history. <laughs> do you do you reckon that there's a few more footballers out there that if they did just pull their head in, that they could potentially get drafted? Hundred percent. I re- I reckon like there's so many like good footballers, like amazing footballers that just like I don't know whether they've had injuries or had um, like tough luck stories or just off field wasn't like wasn't screwed on off field mm-hmm. like there's so much more to it than just being a good footballer I reckon um but yeah 100% I reckon yeah absolutely like mm. I've met I, I played up in Darwin and um I played with Brody Fowler up there and mate he he's a good he, example he, isn't he he's, he's the goat like one of the best fellas he's just so good at footy so like, good yeah He's a river fella. <laughs> well, I'm going to be playing with you at Wangaratta Rovers this oh, year, yeah. which will be so funny. We actually played against each other um, when I played Nightcliff a couple of weeks yeah. ago. So he's nah, a jet he's a footballer. Yeah, it felt like he had 40. Good... He only had 24, but yeah, it felt like he had 40 like that Just like a Dusty type yeah. managing player. He'll, Can... show you, he'll show you a good time. I know. Bro, you had a similar sort of journey. You went through being a tradie, not being picked up in your draft year, and then, um, yeah, getting drafted, pick number 44 to the Pies. Yeah, so sort of similar in a way. Um, sort of went through the Sanford system from like a young age till like under 16s at Glenelg. Um, won a flag there, but I just didn't enjoy it. Didn't wasn't really loving footy at the time, so went and played local at um, Cove Cobras uh, with a lot of my mates who were tradies, and we just sort of go out on the weekends and play footy when we when we could and trained <laughs> when we could, sort of. Um, but yeah, we and then we won a flag there. We were sort of. We didn't have the best team, but we probably had like the best top five players yep. in our team. So it was good um, getting that with them. And then sort of heard from South and Glenelg after that. I just thought I wanted something different. So I lived like five minutes from South Adelaide. So I just thought try out down there. Went out, as, I think I was just turned 18 or nearly 19. Um, played the first year under 18s out there. That was my draft year and I was just, I was so hit and miss. Eh? Like yeah. first game played well. Bit different to him. I played well in my first game, kick like six or something, which what? I don't do. Yeah. Example, yeah. Gee then, whiz, yeah. that's a pretty good day. <laughs> but then, like for like the next ten rounds, didn't do it, didn't touch it, like shocking. And then randomly did it again, and then did nothing again. And then we had a, played in the, I think it was a granny actually, um, yeah. And we lost that, and I thought maybe, but I definitely hadn't done enough. So that was actually Caleb Poulter played in that one as well. Um, and I sort of said to dad after that, I was just like, because I was just turning 19 then, I was like, yep. if I don't get, um, if I don't play league this year, I probably won't keep playing footy. Yeah. But I definitely won't be playing SNFL. And dad just sort of, he always had a saying, he was just like, well, would you rather kick a pigskin around or like dig holes? And I was always like, I'd rather be kicking a footy, eh? Like, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I thought I'd give it one more crack. Um, probably lucky for me, my brother came out with me to play at South and, um, when I didn't want to go to training, he was always there to tell me I had to. That's brilliant. So he was huge for me in that sense. Um, so then, yeah, sort of played every game from there in the SNFL um, in the ones and didn't, still didn't think I was going to get picked up. I think I had like – I met with three or four clubs. I remember wow. I was working the first day and I had a random phone call and I was like, I never really answered these. For some reason I answered it. I was working by myself and I, it was Sydney and I was like, Pardon? <laughs> you got the right. You got the right number. You got the right number. Do you know who you're calling? Yeah, and then we sort of just had a chat, and then like as soon as I hung up, I was like, pretty well done for work. It was like probably twelve o'clock, and I thought like, I'm not working. This for the day. Like, <laughs> I'm going to the gym. Just, yeah, on the burner, yeah, telling yeah, everyone, man. telling my brother and that. Um, but yeah, and then finally enough, got picked up by Collingwood. I didn't really think I was gonna. Sort of worked and trained that day, 
Um, wasn't even really watching the draft, sort of flicked it on last minute and I thought one of my mates was going to get picked up at pick 44 because um, I'd only had one meeting with Collingwood and they said my name and I was sort of just like, pardon? Like, you just didn't <laughs> believe it, eh? Hey? Like, pulled, like, you, oh, I would have put money on that I wasn't going to Collingwood. Yeah. Um, even my manager was like, what? So <laughs> we are pretty happy with that. But, yeah, that no, was good. Are they pretty secretive about if they're going to pick you or if they're not? Do you have any idea on draft night who's going to pick you or not really? Well, I think it's different. Like, a lot of the lads... Like I'm pretty sure Caleb had like an interview with every club, mm. and he was like, "I'm going to go to probably go to Crows because they have showed so much interest. You do like your medical and stuff like that for a lot of clubs. I did one medical for like West Coast. Definitely didn't do one for Collingwood. Had one interview with Collingwood. Then like my draft year, I think there was like eight or nine of us that all got drafted, and we all only had one interview with Collingwood. Yeah, it changes so much so depending on who like obviously who gets picked before you, and it just turns into like they can promise you the world, but unless like everything falls in your like in the favour they want it to. Like, it's going to change. Yeah, because everything changes on draft night, whether, oh, yeah. you know, pretty much from the third pick usually or fourth pick, like if someone takes someone a bit weird, then it's just going to completely reshuffle your draft order. So you never really know what's going to happen, but I guess it all turned out um, perfect for you guys in the end. Yeah, like when they said my name, I'd, even they didn't know I was going to get drafted, obviously, because they didn't have a photo of me, didn't have my highlights. <laughs> like, usually they've got a photo, like your mugshot pretty well. Yeah. And your highlights, and they had nothing. They sort of read my name out, and they all probably looked at each other. They like, probably googled, and they're like, "Oh, we better yeah, not yeah. this." <laughs> like, there was nothing, so I was like, "What's going on?" Eh? No, we got it done. That's actually crazy. Were, were you guys always good footballers growing up? Um, <laughs> I was always just a real fat kid. <laughs> so, <laughs> I like I was more the rock up the footy and then eat nine sausages at the sausage sizzle <laughs> after. Like I was, I was that sort of operator. <laughs> Um, nah, I was a, I was a bit more of a cricketer and table tennis sort of player growing up. Less endurance involved in those. Yeah, <laughs> just stand and deliver, I guess. But yeah, no, I always like had the right skills, but just never really gave a fuck about it. Yeah, that's so fair. Did, what did you change when you were a fat kid to becoming uh, um, more of an athlete? Well, I went over to the United States for eight months and lived over there and did like a high school exchange when I was about sixteen. Um, and I went over there and I was um, actually a funny story. I went over there and I was a pretty big sort of fella. And the first month there, I was just like indulging in anything <laughs> I could, anything I could. And I was like, yeah, this is it. Like, I love this place. <laughs> anyway, and then um, within the first month, I remember going to my host family. I was like, what's, what's going on with this dryer, mate? Like it's shrinking every single thing I have. Like <laughs> everything's shrinking. Like I'm, everything's tied to me, bro. Like I, what is going on? And anyway, they didn't tell me. But, like, I think they told me, like, a year later, the drive wasn't shrinking your clothes, <laughs> mate. You're just putting on weight that quick. Like, you, you have literally, like... You're going to be stacking it on to notice you should close up. I remember I, I was, like... And then, like, I was, like, having steaks for, like, snacks after school and all, like, <laughs> shit like that. And they were, like, bruh, it's not the drive. But they didn't tell me because they didn't have the heart to tell me. Anyway, I was, like... And then, I don't know, some, the penny dropped or something, like, probably, like, a few weeks after that and... Just, yeah, started grinding at the gym and um, playing basketball every day. Like, I was in the um, high school team there. So that was pretty much training every day. And then I was going to the gym in between school and that. So, like, I yeah, I'd lost that much weight. And by the time I was coming home and I was literally, like, I went off socials and everything. I was really? like, I'm going to shock everyone, man. <laughs> revenge arc. Yeah, <laughs> revenge to it. And then I come back and I was, like, I look completely different. And I was, like, pretty happy with myself. But then, yeah, that's sort of when I got into footy a bit more because... 
as easy to get around. <laughs> a, bit more, a bit more mobile. That's actually a crazy story. Were you were you kind of similar, or were you always kind of committed to, I guess, going to the gym and and your nutrition sort of side, or were you kind of just like playing <laughs> footy? Dog in the gym, mate. Mate. Nah. Um, so I've my I've got an older brother who's twenty five. Yeah. Um, a couple of years older than me, so he was always the one that was like sort of a freak at everything, like just good at everything he tried. Um, I was sort of just followed him in his footsteps, so we played like cricket. Footy, he was always probably better though. Like he matured really early. Like he was yep. a rig at like 15, stuff like that. Um, but I was always skinny. So like, and then he was smashing the gym and I just like was doing nothing. I eh? like loved Maccas. Like I could, but I could, I could eat what I want and not put weight on. Yep. I'm still pretty similar. Um, so no, nah, I was always skinny as. I was just sort of fast. So that helped me in footy. But like my skills have never... Oh, my skills were probably better back then, to be honest with you. <laughs> so I used to have getting disposals, man. And that ain't it anymore. I like, don't know how that's possible. Yeah. I don't know how. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, I sort of just always looked up to Jake. And um, he was sort of always like my motivator. Like he was always the best. Like for me, he played all the high level footy. He played state most years. Played like high end footy for Glenelg. Um, mm. But I was just sort of like, didn't care as much. Like he was a classic, like knows every AFL player, loves footy, like watches footy, and I was the opposite. Like, like I don't still pretty to this day. Oh, it's crazy <laughs> how much knowledge you have of football. Yeah, it, it it's is very minimal. So, so minimal. Was it you when Lee, Lee Matthews came in to talk to us at the Collingwood <laughs> Footy Club and Bobby's like, who, who's that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like Lee who? <laughs> just yeah, just stuff Throws like that. But um, it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, I love it. The, I think you told me a story that you were lining up, or someone was lining up on you, and you were like. Mate, I don't know who the hell you are. Oh, yeah. Or they're like, oh, like, yeah, my, the uh, team will be listed and I'm just like, oh, they're like, you know who that is? I'm like, no. Nah. Probably like all Australian or something. Like but Bowie's getting in Biff in, in the game. He's like, who are you? And he, he's like, the brown light medalist. Bowie's like, who the fuck are you, I did mate? that to someone at um, Crows. I like sort of, I don't know, I must have hit him late or like knocked him over or something. And he said something and I was like, who are you? And I told the lads um, like, he's him. who it was and they told me who it was. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, like 35. <laughs> I would have had like 10 max. Um, yeah. Nah, if you would have laid four tackles and yeah. pressure forward. That's what got him. I think I dropped him and then he wasn't happy about it. And then I hit him with a hoo I, like, I like that though. I'm on that. I, I didn't mind it. Is there a fair bit of chat out on the field? Like, because you don't really know when you're watching it on TV if there's much going on out in the field. I think it depends. Like, I'm. Uh, people probably like think I'm an angry footballer, but I'm like the opposite. Eh? Like, I talk to my opponent like. Stephen May is probably a good one. Like, I remember we were playing in Sydney and I was just, like, chatting to him and I said something, like, I asked him pretty well, I asked him a question about what was going on. <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's the score? Uh, I asked him and he was like, no, nah, like, probably do this, mate. Like, it'll help you He was more. giving you tips pretty out of well. the field. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And, um, but, yeah, no, nah, I'm not one for, like, talking shit, eh? Cause that is so I don't funny. A good, yeah. <laughs> they'll just, yeah, they'll beat me at that, so... Just trying to tackle them. Just tackle. You are a tackler. Just do your thing. Right yeah. Don't even worry about anyone else. I think there's probably a few though. But mm. like, oh. There's definitely plenty yeah. of it out there. Yeah. Just I don't know about our team. Like who'd do yeah. that bad on our team? Um, <laughs> I don't know. Who? Capo. I don't know though. Who's the worst? Who's the worst? At probably. I feel like Tay Arms yeah. might have a crack. I reckon But Tay. then he'll also like just body you. So like. He yeah. can put up with it. It's he, more like we don't have any up. like an oh guinea actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, fine. Is he always chatting? Him no. and Steve. Are, I mean. Yeah, I don't know. He's not too bad, but no, he'll have a good. he'll have a crack. Yeah, he'll let you know after he kicks a snag or something. That's the thing. Like yeah, and that's the thing. He probably wants you to get angry because he'll get 
Though you'll get angry at him, try and take his head off. He'll get mm. a free kick and keep going. And then he'll yeah, just I reckon a lot of the boys that do do it can back it up though. Like if you if yeah, you're going you to talk or you're going to get cheeky, you can. You've, you obviously got a reason to be. I'd say someone just go to water probably. Eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm having a <laughs> like, shot. Well, well, you generally do it. Like I think you generally chat a bit of shit to the opposition because it like gets you up and about. Yeah, so it feels yeah. like you have to actually like yeah. make good on your word. Yeah. But I think that a lot of people, yeah, go to water if they get it from the opposition. Oh, yeah. Like they have no idea how to you deal with it. Yeah, you obviously. Mate, I play local footy. It doesn't matter. Well, you'd cop it more though, wouldn't you? Yeah, I cop a fair bit. But I quite enjoy it because it again, it's like I have to prove something and like. I enjoy They're it. They're yelling at you because they know who you are. Yeah. It's like you're standing on the sidelines. And I can call. use your call. Who are you? That's yeah. <laughs> it. They actually are no one. I'm yeah. saying it to the best of the best. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> well, who are you guys? Yeah. Anyway, it's always pretty funny. So are you guys dreams, ambitions, goals to be playing AFL growing up or is that something that kind of just come as you went? Um, I, yeah, I was always wanted to play cricket. Um, cricket for Australia. And that was never... <laughs> Got a little coconut. <laughs> oh yeah, I always want to play cricket for Australia. And then sort of when I grew up and I sort of like accepted the fact, almost before America accepted the fact that I was just like I wanted to be a cop. So I wanted to be a cop for Wow, a few really? Years. That's yeah. what you wanted to do? Yeah, I wanted to be a policeman. Um I actually applied to be a policeman. Snitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't tell me many things. Nah, that's not nah, good on I you. I wanted to be a nut. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I wanted to do a few things, like I studied a few things, but um nah, not really. Like it didn't really until I started like join Sandfly. I always thought that like if I actually pulled my head out of my ass and had a crack that I couldn't do it. Like I always had that self-belief but like no one else did so it was always me. But I reckon once I started playing Sandfly and I started like I think it was my third or fourth game I had like a really good game. I was like hang on this could actually like and it still hasn't sunk in that it is. I was just like hang on this could actually happen but like it never sort of was an end goal for me. Like I never thought it was. Mm. What was it that flipped the switch for you where you were like I want to go and do this now. Like, I want to play AFL. Um, probably, like, it, it become a like, bit of an escape for me. Like, I had a few shitty years there, um, like, mentally and that. Um, and it just sort of become an escape that I could go to training, I could play footy, and I just felt, like, at peace and free. So I was always, like, I played for the love of it and, like, the camaraderie with the boys and stuff like that. Like, it was never really, like... I want to play AFL. I was always, I want to get the best out of myself. So yeah. like going up to Darwin, it wasn't like I'm going up to Darwin to do this, to do this, to do this, to eventually get drafted. Like it was going up there because I wanted to get the best out of myself. Like I wanted to see how, like how good I could go. And probably because everyone sort of like, no one, like everyone always counted me out as a young kid mm. and like even up in Darwin, like, but I don't know. I just didn't really care what anyone said. Like I was always like, have you heard that Kane Lambert thing where he was like, he wanted to prove, yeah. yeah, love that it was, quote. It was more that for me. Like I was never wanted to, prove anyone wrong it was always just like the people that every, believed in yeah you. and there was so many like all my mates from back in Madrid, like they're loyal loyal as and they're like they've always believed in me and said you can do this you can do that and i was always like nah nah but like now that i actually have it's like hey i've proved them right and that fuck that's a pretty good feeling it's the best feeling yeah I, I literally just went on a tangent. Like, we were talking about something completely different. No, that different. was perfect. That's exactly what I wanted to I started to looking out the window and <laughs> cars. Like, I didn't know why I was. But we was like, those <laughs> monkeys with the symbols were clapping in Bowie's <laughs> head. Nah, what, but yeah. What was the biggest motivator for you when you were coming through those draft years and, and when you didn't get picked up and then you did go and uh, flip the switch? Um, probably back to my brother in a way. Just like, I th always thought he would have got drafted. Like, yeah. always. But um, his draft year sort of... I think he dislocated his foot and then like shattered a few bones in his foot. So he didn't end up getting picked up. Um, and uh, I was probably similar. There's probably a lot of people that thought, no, nah, you won't get drafted or anything. And I was like, then there's also a lot of people that were like, mate, you've got the talent. You just got to try. Um, 
and then playing local probably didn't help. Um, but yeah, probably just as well working as a tradie. I was just like, it's a fair slog. Yeah, a lot of the time. So probably just like wanting to get out of that, and then playing SANFL. As soon as I started playing ones, I was like, I don't know. Like I didn't think I'd be able to do this. Um, and then we went pretty far, and then we were sort of made another mate I was playing with, Eamon Wilkinson. We were sort of probably two small forwards in the comp that were fair killing it wasn't kicking many goals still but yeah. just like our pressure and that would just take our team a long way and then sort of seeing how far that can actually take you not just kicking goals and stuff so I don't know exactly what it was but yeah I was pretty happy to get here in the end that's for sure no it's uh it's an unbelievable story and I want to get to a little bit of stuff outside of footy but before we do ladies and gentlemen i got to give a nice little plug for myself because we have released the greatest supplements in the goddamn world, the Prime Supplements. It's amazing. We've got protein. We've got pre-workout. We've got creatine. The protein, we've got chocolate and vanilla, 100% grass-fed whey protein isolate, the most bioavailable protein for your muscles. There is no better protein on the market. We've got unflavored creatine and we've got orange-flavored pre-workout. Clean energy throughout the whole day, no crashes. And it just makes you elite, doesn't it, Bo? Yeah, I'm on it for sure. I've mm. used it a few times. At uh, footy training and a few of the other boys have and uh, good results so far. They've linked it up. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Everyone's having a go. So. That's good. Uh, you need it. I need to get you some. Cummy's not a pre-workout pre- guy. Pre-workout, pre-workout guy. If I had pre-workout, I'd be. You'd be bouncing off the walls. <laughs> yeah, I'm bouncing off the walls without it, let alone. Oh, <laughs> I have a cracker. Yeah, yeah. I'll, 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 uh, I'll allow you to get some. But yeah, make sure you guys jump onto the website. If you want the supplements, you can get that with the code podcast. You get 20% off. If you guys want any apparel or any programs, you can also use that code podcast to get 20% off and snap any of it up. Yeah. Not a, not a bad advertisement, is it? Oh, no, you're Just right. straight yeah. away. That protein. That protein. It makes you a legend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> makes you a legend, bro. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I better take oh, it. I've been taking it every day and it hasn't been working. Um, anyway, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, you got to show them what they want. God damn it. Anyway, <laughs> uh, outside of footy, let's start with your hobbies. What, what do you do outside of footy, Josh? Um, outside of footy. Well, not, not too much. <laughs> <laughs> nah, oh, come on. You're a ta- you're a table tennis superstar. You're a cricket superstar. Yeah, you're, nah. I've heard you're a bit of a pool superstar as well. Yeah, no. Nah. Outside of footy, I love to play golf. We actually played today. Brilliant. Um, play go? play golf. Um, nah, <laughs> me and me and Bo are good. We just go out for a good time. I think we played what seven holes today, and we're like, nah. We went to play. Well, it's usually nine or eighteen. We yeah. played seven. <laughs> <laughs> we hadn't played in a month, and you know when you're just getting back into it, just baby steps. But yeah, no. Nah, love to play golf. Love to hang out with the boys and. Um, yeah, love being social. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> um, no, nah, going out for meals. I love to travel, but obviously yep. during the season there's not much of that. So I'm looking to do a heap more of that um, in the off season. I don't know where yet, but yeah, looking forward to that. And yeah, just love me sports like shooting the basketball, playing table tennis, just all all sports pretty much. I'm not mm. much of a gamer or anything. So usually if I'm doing something, it's like either playing pool. We got a pool table now, so been grinding that a bit and. Yeah. And you've been dominating the pool table? Oh, well and truly. Well, and truly. <laughs> well, depends who you ask. But yeah, I, I, my form started off red hot and yep. it was hard to beat. But then. Um, good at the start. Bowie's coming back. He doesn't sleep. He just plays all night. <laughs> oh, he planks all night. I'm like, Bowie's playing again. Obviously. Who's the most competitive out of the two of you? Hundred percent. I hate my competitive side, and when it like it only comes out like normally playing a game of golf, I'm fine. But sometimes it comes out, 
when the flicks when it starts, yeah. it's just it can't stop. But usually, I'm pretty chill. He just gets he just turns into a smart ass, and I can't deal with that. I've got to like people walk off. I'll just I'm just like sometimes I'm like, bro, you need to. I like, oh, like I hit a fluky shot. It hits like three cushions and go in. He's like, good shot. I'm like, yeah, I'm in it. I just shit like that, and I'm just like, bro, I can't do that. It's why I hit a good shot. I'm like, fuck, how's that just went in? But he's like, nah, I'm into it. But you didn't. That's when you start to have some real issues in the household, don't you? Because there's a there's a power dynamic that goes on in the house when one person's a little bit too happy with themselves. I'll just go sit in my room. I can't That's a household with Louis at the moment because he's got so many followers in the last three weeks. He's just so happy with himself. He won't stop. King of the house. King of the house. And me and Gab are like, come on, mate. Just easy, easy on. What about yourself, Bob? Outside of footy. Um. I'll probably get a few more than Joshy, I reckon, in a way. <laughs> All good. But I, wouldn't, I, wouldn't know if, I don't know if they're hobbies. They're just things I like to do, like four-wheel driving. Yeah, um, wicked. So, yeah, I bought a new four-wheel drive not too long ago, so just... Pretty well spent all my money on that, which is an expensive hobby. Instead um, of showing your phone like that, you've gone and actually yeah. spent it on something. That's it. Um, so I'm always trying to buy something for that, waste my money on that. Um, motorbikes, another outdoor activity, but it's sort of hard with footy as well. Um, and getting places to go ride. You can't really ride too many places besides mm. Mrs. House helps for sure. Um, and probably same as Josh, yeah. Oh, hanging out with the missus, you'll probably appreciate that. Great call. Oh, much, oh no, Josh. <laughs> Hopefully she's not listening. Ball, yeah. I'll send it to her as well. <laughs> oh, but no, just stuff like that. Probably, yeah, like a few beers with the fellas, dinners, pool at home, table tennis, whatever, really. Mm. You like having a beer with the fellas, do you? Yeah, fellas. <laughs> oh, here we go. Out of, um, <laughs> uh, you guys, uh, apart from each other, who do you like to hang out with at the club the most? Headmore. Nah, <laughs> um, there's heaps really. Like yeah. especially, Depends what this year's for. probably yeah. changed a lot. Um, so like I said earlier, I got drafted with a fair big group. Um, there's not really many of them left, really. But um, that group was pretty tight. So it's probably eight of us that did like pretty well everything together. Um, Joshy came in and ruined the dynamic of that. Oh, good. I'll get drafted by myself. I have no friends. <laughs> yeah, how did that go, being drafted by yourself? Because it would have been pretty difficult. Yeah. Um. It was. Pretty good because everyone sort of got to know you and not didn't have to get to know eight people. So they got to know you and they put time into you, which was good. But like for me, I like I didn't have anyone starting and everyone was like I was comfortable with it. So I was like, yeah, like what's going on? Mm. When every, like everyone else already knew what they were doing. You'd be intimidating, I reckon. Yeah. I, I walked in the day with like I'd Caleb at least with me. First day we walked in, like I met Bucks. But like if I was by myself, I'd probably shit myself. Because mm. like, I had him there and then others yeah. you'd like. He had to learn everything on his own in a way. Like we did a lot of group sessions like on learning stuff like about the game and stuff like that and how Collingwood works, I guess, but he would have had to do it all himself. And so. I didn't even like my biggest thing, like I didn't know, I don't really know, like but I don't really know footy players. Like I was a Richmond supporter, so I like, could name you most Richmond support, like Richmond players. But when I got into Collingwood, I was like, who's that scary dude? Who's that bloke? Like when I saw, I remember when I saw Braz, I was like, who the fuck? So he's scary, hasn't it? I was like, everyone's alpha, and I was just like a little kid coming from the country. Like, what's going on? Was Braden Maynard the scariest person that what, you had to meet? Not even like, in, just like I remember, I walked past him in like the first day, and he like he was just resting, walking past him, and he just looked like so scary, like angry. I was like, who the fuck's but that? he's not at all. Yeah, like, but he'd be but he's nice, like, he's like, like you ever met? Oh yeah, you can fuck around with him all the time. Like you know, yeah, what I mean? yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, he's yeah. Just a normal lad, but like, but like I only knew. Yeah, I like, can see yeah. that. Yeah, I just, but I was walking from a distance, I was like, he looks scary. But anyway, I remember, like, I knew, like, Pendles yep. and Geordie and 
That's about it. Like, um, just the two maybe, superstars. Maybe there's probably like five or six that I knew. Mm. But like, yeah, I didn't know many more than that. I remember I knew checkers because I used to always have Mimi Maltese. <laughs> <laughs> no, like this is years ago and me and my mates used to always be like, that check, Brody's not, oh, whatever you called him. My we check. call him checkers now. But my, yeah, check. my check. <laughs> What's Can he name? kick a goal? <laughs> He was, he's, he's, yeah, he's had a, for a goal again. Yeah, yeah he's been he was, pretty he was, good, he always, hasn't he? He always delivered. The, um, I, I guess this question has to go to you, Bo, because you were there in 2021 with Bucks. But how's the change been from 2021 to 2022? You've had a new coach come in um, and he's just completely changed the dynamic of the whole football club. Yeah, so there's probably a few lads would have a different take on it because when I got drafted, I sort of the younger lads didn't really have a connection with Bucks because I think everyone was intimidated. Yep. him in a way because he probably is an intimidating person but um he didn't really like I don't know I sort of looked at him like he reminded me of my dad in a way so I felt like I could talk to him pretty easy and just be honest with him and I reckon like one of the first days I just walked into his office by myself and just like said good day and asked how he's going like he's not gonna fucking bite you know what I mean <laughs> like he's just another fella so I had a good relationship with him so I was pretty good and with him and he was picking me to play so I was pretty happy <laughs> but Obviously, like, the dynamic of the club's changed a lot since then. Um, and Fly's been huge, 100%. And then, like, even all the coaches, the assistant coaches have been huge. It's a lot more of, like, a almost a family. Like, there's a lot more family involved as well. Like, um, they care, like, not that they didn't care, but, like, your partners are involved a lot more. The lads with their kids, like, if you've got to leave because you've got to go pick your kid up from school, like, it's no stress or if... Like, they're very good with that. Like, something happen, Like if something happens with your family, your partner's family, like, don't worry about it. Go look after that footy second to family and stuff like that. So I think they've been huge. And, um, yeah, like, obviously we played pretty good last year. Like Very good. The year before, I think we were 17th. Mm. I think we finished 17th my first year or something like that. And I was still pretty happy. Like, I was playing AFL, like, for Collingwood. I was pretty happy with that in a way. But mm. then, like, to go where we went this year is, like, you look back and you're like, fuck, we made some changes and... I don't, we had the same, pretty well same list in a way, didn't we? Almost the exact same so list. So it's just like, to go from that to that, it's just like, calm his point at himself. But well, I, yeah, big change. I don't know what, like how to put my finger on it. I'm an Essendon fan, um, which means traditionally we don't like Collingwood. Yeah. And I've pretty much disliked Collingwood for 21 years of my life. And last year, I don't know what changed with the club, but I really loved Collingwood. Like I loved watching them play. I loved, I, it felt like almost what they had off the field was coming onto the field and somehow it was coming into me. And I was like, I actually really love this football club. I think everyone's saying that as well. Like yeah. everyone, Collingwood's like a hated team almost. Like it's like Port Adelaide in a way. Yeah, in, from Port, Adelaide, yeah. yeah. And everyone hates Collingwood. But everyone, like so many people I spoke to are like, no, I like Collingwood now. And I like the way, like we played exciting footy. Like yeah. who doesn't want to watch a team coming back and winning by a point? After the siren, like, and get like that, like, it. like yeah, we actually look like we're enjoying it, not look like robots. Yeah, we actually yeah. like celebrate and we've got a bit of character. Like, about it's it. personality, yeah, yeah, jumping on each other, giving a hug, like, or, like there's a fight even like we played a clip the other day. It's like we're playing the Crows, and after a goal, you obviously got your forwards, mids, and backs, and their team's just scattered, like just standing and doing their own thing. But our team, like in each line, we're all grouped up chatting. It's just like. What team would you rather be a part of? Like mm. The team that are getting around each other or the team that's fucking doesn't care less? Yeah. You know what I mean? In it, a way. So. It just looks like you guys have such a good dynamic with each other and like there's, you know, obviously in football clubs and any type of um, community, like there's going to be issues between oh, yeah. people. But like from my point of view, it looks like you guys are just getting along and, and leaving. If there's anything off the field, you just leave it off the field and you just yeah. come on to play footy and you, you enjoy each other's company. Out. Like 
I don't know what it is like. I don't we, like even last year we didn't have many people that had thirty each game. No, we didn't have people that kicked five each game very often. It's like a big spread across the board. Like people would have twenty and kick one or two, and just stuff like that, which but I think did, helped like, heaps. You don't it have almost any freaks in a way. Yeah, it almost didn't matter who was doing it if, as long as someone was doing it. Like, it, like you, you say, people not having thirty, but no one's like trying to have thirty. Everyone's mm. just trying to win the game and do whatever you need to do for your mate next year to win the game. Like, do you need that in a football club for yeah. it to be successful? I reckon, 100%. and hundred percent. Like even at training, like our thing is like. It almost gets in the way sometimes, but it's like use each other up as much as you can. Yeah. So like handball the ball around because like if you if you're not in the game and someone gives you a handball, it makes you feel good about yourself. And everyone 100%. wants to feel good about themselves, so give them the handball. But so it almost fucks up sometimes because you're trying yeah. to hit a forward and they've led but we've over handballed it. But like yeah, in a game obviously it works. But yeah. um, I think just stuff like that's huge. Mm. No, it's a it's a it's crazy. You know how far you guys have come. In a year, I don't think I've seen such a quick turnaround from, um, you know, a coach or a team. Do you reckon that the coach was the main driver of, of that changing or do you reckon that that everyone was kind of just coming up in the way that they play and getting older and getting better at, um, at the game? Uh, I reckon that fly has set out, like the way he sets out the program, well, I, I can only speak from coming from a country club or a sample club, but like the way he sets it out and the way, his values – his values, he puts them upon us and, like, expects us – not expects us, but, like, drives standards that, and values that he has. And if we all take them on board, we're going to be pretty good people mm. because, obviously, he's, yeah, an absolute legend. And he just – what like, he's got family close to his heart. And, like, if that is his, like, biggest value, then everyone at the club, like, if he drives that through us, it's going to be – like what everyone does. You know? Yeah, 100%. And just like little family events and stuff like yeah. that. And it's so welcoming. Like even just like during training randomly, like our uh, fly will be like, all right, lads, bring your kids in. And like during training, we'll have all the lads' kids there running water and just stuff like that. Obviously, doesn't mean too much for me because I don't have kids, but like I'm sure it means a lot to them and just stuff like that. Or even like, for example, um, like Riley's wife, I think, is having all the partners over for dinner next week. Like, so just awesome. Like, yeah. Realistically, like, they not they don't work for Collingwood, but they are probably what make us happy in a mm. way. You know what I mean? Like when we go home, we go home to them, so we want yeah. them to be happy and 100%. included as well. So. The more connection between like us off field, like if everyone's friends off the field, it's only going to help on the field. Like if you can go to work <laughs> every day and you don't have a bloke that you don't like, or every single person there you're happy to chat to and hang out with, mm. and that's oh, it, like, that's just going to help. So like it's more important off field. Yeah, for it to be on field, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. I don't think there's many blokes on that team that like. Especially in the ones that wouldn't have your back, eh? Yeah. Like, back it's the best feeling, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. And like, even like, a lot of the time I feel like I'm not doing my part because I'm not kicking heaps of goals, but like, fuck, there's a lot of lads that will get around me and be like, nah, like, keep Mate, doing what your you role is, um, it's different to a lot of other players in the AFL. Like, I don't think there's many people that do what you do. You know, you're a tall player, but you're like a tall pressure forward, which you don't usually see. Usually your pressure forwards are small forwards. Um and I mean, you, Josh, you're playing in a, in a stacked midfield, which is crazy that you can crack into a midfield after getting picked up mid-season. You guys made it all the way through to a, to a prelim in 2023. Unfortunately, got knocked out. Um, I guess I'm guessing that was probably the biggest low light of the 2022 season for you guys. Yeah, so I sort of it was sort of hit home for me because I'd never really like always cared about footy, but I didn't like love it, and I was never that invested in it. But like last year, like. I wanted to win, eh? Like, mm. I hated losing last year. And that was new to me, like, and I, I actually loved it. And when we lost that game to Sydney, like, I was 
like I've seen a few blokes crying and like I struggled not to cry, like holding tears back. And I was just it's like, crazy. But at the end of the day, I was like, this is footy, but at the end of the day, it's not just footy in a way. Like it's your life as well. Like it's what we work so hard to do. And mm. I thought, I think I was sort of already thinking about the grand final and like how cool that would be. Like it's pretty, not pretty, it's not often that people play in a granny. So like. It's hard not to think about that. Yeah. Like, like you try not to think about it, but it's also hard not to. And yeah. When we got knocked out, I was, was so close and. It almost might have been a bit of karma because we beat everyone else by one point. Yeah, <laughs> it felt like, yeah, you guys had got up by one point all year and then in the one game that about it, it went, we the, other, to, went yeah. the other way, which was, um, yeah, so unfortunate. We obviously had a bit of a rocky start as well oh, yeah. before the game. Well, I did want to, I didn't know if we wanted to touch on that. All right, let's touch yeah, on let's it. Let's go. We right. spoke about it on the let's way say, yeah, I was like, do we touch? So I asked these boys before, I was like, is there anything you want me to leave out of the podcast? And they said, well, it's already been, you know, everyone kind of already knows. All right, before the prelim game, you guys get into a car crash. Yes, yeah. we do. <laughs> <laughs> and this is well known. Like, you know, the media knows this. Yeah, the media are all over it. Yeah. <laughs> what the hell over. happened? <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, okay, so the night before, we were. Dri- <laughs> I was driving home and I hit this concrete thing like – he doesn't know if it was concrete. It he doesn't was know concrete. What it, was. <laughs> it was on the side of the road and I've hit it. Anyway, I've popped me tyre. So I've driven home on a flat tyre. It was only like... like not on a flat tyre. <laughs> <laughs> because I didn't know rim. you couldn't do that. I thought that was just chill. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. as well. Got home. The next day we've got to go to Sydney. I go home, try to change me tyre. They're too tight. Can't get them off. Even got our next one over builder and try help us yeah, get it off. Couldn't the nuts get it off. Like, it's a joke, well, could, The nuts would like... It would have been jammed because it's been on the oh, like yeah. it might I have been know. on the piss and it rocked. Yeah, something yeah. not well. Yeah. Anyway, called RACV in the morning, and um, we we're we we're about to go. We had to go and in like an hour, and they just got like they got there like half an hour before we had. And to you guys go. are preparing for the biggest games yeah. of your life, the <laughs> prelim final. Like this is massive. Yeah, RACV is there. Anyway, they change it, and Kaya is going to take us. Um, Suppose. Girlfriend, yeah, quietly. Yep. So she was going to drive us to the airport because my car, I couldn't drive my car. Anyway, got my car fixed, like just as we're in, in Kai's car, everything packed in her the, car. Her car was get... packed and I was, I was like, when I wanted Josh to drive because it's a bit out of the way for Kai. So I was just like, so hopefully anyway, this car's done. It wasn't. I was just like, Got done as go, soon but... as we were driving out with, like as soon as we were about to drive out with Kai. So we're like, all right, sweet, we'll take my car. Anyway, get on the freeway. We're cruising. I think we got, what, chilling at playing or something? <laughs> but we're ready to go. Anyway, so we're looking over the other side of the road for this concrete thing that of the mysterious concrete. He's gone. Like. There's a black box. Let's try and find it. <laughs> so we're both like this out the window. Looking for it. Anyway. You're both looking out the window yeah. while one person's driving. Yeah, his side of the window as well, yeah. We've got, we've got some sort of thing in our favour. So anyway, on the other side of the road, there was a big police escort and like there was probably like 2,000 motorbikes with police motorbikes at either end, like a big convoy of things. We're like, oh, looking at that at that time while looking for the black box. While so there's no attention being paid so, to the road. Anyway, so then we were looking up and then we were looking at this motorbike convoy and then we, I remember we looked, we, we might have even been talking I think for we'll a bit chat, too. Yeah. We were chatting like face to face. Anyway, then we look up and there's this car about 10 metres in front of us. <laughs> this, this is on the freeway in a hundred zone In the well. fast lane. All good. In the fast lane, dead stop, going going zero kilometres. And there was not much traffic, zero kilometres an hour. And we were going 105. <laughs> What's the speed limit? 110. 100. We were going 100. No, it's 100. 11. You won't do 100. We were going 100. 100. 101. 
No, no, we're going like probably 90, 80. <laughs> no. Anyway, we were driving and then Bar out. we look up. I remember we're talking. We both look up at the same time. The conversation must have finished. And this car's going zero Ks in the fastest lane <laughs> of the freeway and taking a photo of the motorbikes. Anyway, we look and then we go, we just bang. Anyway, and then we're like dazed. Well, we didn't have any time to be like, fuck. We were almost just like. Yeah, we looked up and like slammed on the brakes, like tried to swerve, but like, and then went just like dazed. And then the smoke, there's. It was pretty scary. Like, oh, I, I, don't, I just remember being like chill. And then I've never been so rocked in my life, eh? Like, yeah, yeah I remember. I, I was just like. <laughs> we looked at each other. We're like, oh. So this is the we, day we, of that you're yeah, playing. Yeah, we weren't well. Like, uh, we would have, we would have, to be fair, we would have been. Probably no. It was the day before. Day before you were yeah, about to yeah, play the biggest game of your life, the prelim. Days for probably like thirty seconds, and then we just look. And I was more worried about Bo because when you're driving, you're not worried about yourself. No, about Bo. Anyway, we were both like, "What the fuck just happened?" Because <laughs> Bo, everywhere. so Bo was starting, and you were you Medisub or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah you well, were Medisub. Yeah, I don't know. We hadn't we're ninety percent sure he was Medisub. Yeah, yeah, you were med- you were going to be yeah. Medisub, and yeah. then you were in the team. Did, what was the first thing that went through your mind when you crashed? Was it? Uh, I'm not playing. No, it was. I was the fuck out of the car because yeah, there was like cause sparks fuel, and there was like fuel squirting out. Oh yeah. no! And, and, and there was, it was smoky, but yeah. it wasn't actually smoke. It was like the stuff from the airbag, but I didn't put two and two together. And we're like, let's get the fuck and out. And his of door there. was jammed. My door was jammed, and I was like, I can't get out of it. And both was like trying to crawl out. It was so <laughs> bad. I was like, let's just get out. And then so did the car flip, or was it just no, like just nah. massive rear end? Yeah, and just like cr- luckily we we're in a jeep, which is like pretty big. Yeah, yeah. so I just legit. It literally the front end. sandwiched the car. And like, the airbags, everything. I know, I've seen I the think photo. That's what rocked us oh. was the airbags. Like, yeah. Airbags, like, you can break your nose. Like, they yeah. Can rock. Oh, I've never been hit oh. so hard in my we life. We got bodies. <laughs> Did that time. give you a bit of confidence for the, you're like, tomorrow I can never <laughs> yeah, get hit oh, as hard? Yeah, You actually played alright in that game. You kicked a couple of goals. Yeah, and, I need and, something like that every game. Oh, good. I'll just total the car every game. Let's go. Josh will drive me to every game. Crazy. That's one of the craziest stories ever. I think I remember looking at the article and I saw the article. I was like, that just sounds like the weirdest story ever, but it's crazy hearing the story firsthand. The news helicopter was there. Within five oh, minutes, like hovering off. over us, like everyone was yelling at you can't park there, mate. <laughs> yeah, yelling, at, yelling at Collingwood or yeah, yelling at Go Wow, Pro. so we had all, like full kit, Collingwood kits on because we we're on catching the plane. Yep. So was, as soon as I thought, I sort of thought, and I was like, fuck, they're yelling at names. Like, this isn't a good look. Let's quickly get changed. Yeah. So and well, we, we called really, the club straight away. Yeah, we didn't we, have really. We only had a couple casual. And then yeah. did you get straight to Uber to the airport or what no, happened? Because he was the driver. Police came, but it took ages. Police would have taken twenty minutes. I yeah. yeah. So I could, but we went straight to the airport, and then I got picked up by Paul Tanalo. Yep. Um, and they were driving me to the airport with the police helicopter following us. <laughs> and anyway, and then they had to re, um, leave because the air support couldn't wait any longer. So we turned around and, um, yeah. And then within, when we got home, yeah. the news helicopter followed us, and then there was camera crews within there within ten minutes. And so you didn't play because. Well, you weren't. Well, you I didn't missed, travel. He went, the, he went that same day. You went so the same I day. I missed the meetings. Um, I missed the training. So I don't know. I, don't I thought know. he was going to be sub, but then I think they thought they might have been like, "Spike's just been rocked." Like I was yep. in the team. They're not, probably not going to take me out just because mm. I was said I was fine. Well, would have attracted a lot of media attention if you're yeah. pulled out and everyone's thinking, yeah, exactly. "What the hell happened there?" Yeah. So, and I was like, I was fine. Like I was shaken up, but I like had a sore neck. Like I was fine. When did the media get released of it? Straight away. Straight away. Like, yeah. There's like, I don't know her name, but there's a lady from like Nine News calling me on Instagram. 
like trying to like I was on my phone like what is, who is this and I looked up and I looked at her account and it was her on the bridge like calling me I was like on Instagram I was like bro you can't do that <laughs> bro leave yeah. me alone oh, leave me alone that's like, still the craziest story ever yeah. like oh. it's crazy the you know you count your lucky stars that you guys are you know oh, alive okay yeah that's oh, what I was I've never about. been in a crash like that eh? nah and it was crazy because like we weren't even story. doing anything stupid like we were nah. we were literally probably just talking for a few seconds. And then by the time we look up, like a car going zero with no traffic, and you're like, yeah. I was taking a photo. Yeah. Like, what in the right? You've stopped on a you freeway. You stopped on the freeway. He's taking a photo of a convoy. Oh, good. Yeah, what can you do? Eh? Nah. Anyway, yeah. let's oh, move on. But that's car. um. Don't you know, get us started, mate. That yeah. Anyway, <laughs> don't. Uh, yeah, don't chat to you your mates when you're driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. True. You got a new car over it. Yeah, but I miss my Jeep. <laughs> <laughs> Not as good car. Oh, that's hilarious. But uh, yeah, thanking you, lucky stars. You guys are. Nah. You guys are fine. No, we're good. Um, moving on, 2023, baby. Yeah. yeah. Are we excited? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think it'll be a good year. I think there's an expectation of us now. Yep. Through Collingwood, but I've got pretty high hopes that we'll live up to it. Mm. And um, I think we've had a, we've had a good break. Like we've trained hard, and I'm pretty sure we've trained. We've done more than what we did last year, but last year was such a grind because it was a yep. massive preseason. But we've done equal amount of work, if not more. But we've had more time off. Like yeah. they've worked the schedule so well. Like mm. I feel like we've had. Heaps of breaks, like everyone's feeling pretty refreshed, and yeah. I feel like there could probably still be another month of preseason. But we play, play an internal Friday night, and then we play Carlton, and then we into it almost. Yeah, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. Um, you guys had a pretty massive off season as well. You've got uh, the likes of Tom Mitchell, Frampton, Bobby Hill, Dan McStay. You picked up also uh, a lot of good players in the draft, some mature ages like Joe Richards. Yeah. Um, so it's a pretty exciting you Money know boy. preseason. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Well, the best thing about them, they're all good fellas too. Like, they fit in just so easy. Mm. But, yeah, I, I'm so keen to see what they do. Dan is a beast. Really? Like, he's been dominating? Training, he's, he's just a fair dog, he's yeah. huge. Like, he's just good. So good. And he's like, that's strong. exciting. He's strong, man. He's, like, he's in the gonna... gym, I'm just like, bro. Is he strongest? <laughs> strongest in the gym yeah, at the pies? he's a big boy. Yeah. Bowie. Is nah, Bowie? Bowie? No, no cap. Because nah. he... Just gym yeah, I reckon it is. He hey. is actually I've seen him do bench, bench press, press before. Bench. He's a freak on the bench. Bench press, you'd be up there, wouldn't you? Yeah, Billy Frampton's actually strong. As well. Yeah, well, true. I don't know about anything but bench. He's, he was up there. We had sort of a <laughs> comp the other day and he, he went well. So it was good. But no, nah, they're all good. Like They've all brought a lot to the table, I think. I think Bobby will be huge for us. Um, he's just a freak watching him train, like the way yeah. he moves. Super exciting. Stuff so like nice, that. Um, like I said, Dan... Just clunking everything. Um, Bob, uh, Bill Frampton down back. He's just massive, man. Like, I've not played on him, but played in forward line when he's playing back line. He's like, he sort of bodied me, and I was just like, oh, <laughs> Who's I'm not moving him. Like, <laughs> he's heavy. And then Titchy's gonna. Yeah, help he's me. playing midfield with Tommy. So. Yeah, he's been helping me a lot too. Like, he's a freak. Like, he just knows what's gonna happen before it happens. Like, he's gonna be heaps good for us, especially hey. on stoppage. Has he been fantastic for giving a bit of advice as well? Yeah, yeah. He's done a bit with me. Like, we, after every training, we, a lot, of, lot on hands because obviously I'm not a handball first type. So he's been helping me with that a bit. He loves the one hand like stuff, oh, doesn't he? Yeah. He loves the ball handling stuff. Yeah. I probably need to do a session with him, mate. No, nah, <laughs> you just focus on tackling. tackling. <laughs> you just focus on tackling him. I think that you'll yeah. be okay. Uh, what are you most excited for in 2023? Footy wise or not footy wise? It could be either. Oh, yeah. Let's do one of each. Yeah, let's do one of each. All right, all right. Here you go. Um, <laughs> footy, what am I excited for? I'm excited for round one. Yeah. 
yeah, and I hope I'm playing, obviously. But um, round one, Friday night, G against Geelong. G whiz, that's going to be massive. Sort that's of after last year, playing Geelong and we obviously got beaten by them but still made pretty high in the finals. There's a bit of bad blood there in a way and they're always good and then obviously someone's left Collingwood to go there. So I think that'll be a bit of fun mm. and it'll be a big game. And mm. I think night yeah, game. I can't wait to night see you guys. Bowie setting it up. I can't wait Bright to see lights. you guys put him in the <laughs> night gun. Night games are it as well, <laughs> I reckon. So that and then off field. Um, just getting some stuff done to my car next week, so I'm pretty excited for that. No, so for um, any clothing ventures? Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Okay, keep it down. <laughs> uh, what about you, Joshy? <laughs> um, me, uh, probably on field, I reckon, most excited for, I don't know, probably playing a season with having a pre-season because I've never really done a pre-season or a proper pre-season. So my guts just, can run. Yeah. <laughs> really? He's a good runner. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah well... I don't know. Like, I'm just keen to play games, like, trusting my body and knowing I'm fit rather than just relying on my footy instinct. Um, and, yeah, definitely that. And knowing what's going on at Collingwood because last year I had no idea. Like, I, like I, they were just like, just go play. Like, I didn't understand any of it. And, like, this preseason we've learned it all again. So I understand it now, which is going to help a lot, I reckon. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> last year, no clue, man. We spoke about – I think I was talking to Skip about it. One of our, our forward coach last year, now midfield coach, was like – why I thought Josh was so good at subbers. Generally because he had no idea what he was doing, I think. Like, <laughs> didn't know any structure, but it sort of worked. Like mids are meant to be running forward and he's just sagging or meant to be working back and he's just sagging and then randomly he's one out in the forward line. And <laughs> came yeah, on to keep him two, getting, like just yeah, shit like that. Because they're probably trying yeah. to think what I'm doing, but even I don't know. So <laughs> he's catching them off guard and he's ends up with the ball in his hands in the forward line. Everyone's like, what the fuck? Just <laughs> chaos. Yeah. Chaos car, Michael. But it works, so... Um, and then I reckon probably off field. Um, I don't know. I've had like last year was so probably unsettling, like because I was in Adelaide, in Mildura, in Melbourne, and I was just always moving and never really settled. So I'm really settled, like keen to get settled here um, in Melbourne, make a few more connections, meet a few more people, um, and then I guess just guess travel more with um, my girlfriend. We got a few trips planned, and yeah, just. Getting in the good books, but nah, just he needed that, know, didn't we, he? We, we, we needed the shout, needed out the shout out. We, we do long distance, so <laughs> yep. we like try and make the most of being able to do things together. Mm-hmm. Um, and when we do long distance, like obviously you're not there all the time, so like when you get the time off, you're laughing. <laughs> no, I'm not. She they get up to like she'll come over for a week and he's pretty well taking a kite surfing, buddy. Crazy. Me and my missus just wouldn't think of, but they're just like doing stuff to make up for the lost time. Yeah, it's sometimes not a bad way to do it. And like realistically, you actually do get a a lot of time to yourself, um, which is pretty beneficial because obviously with what you do, it can take up a lot of your time. So you just Mm. get to focus, streamline on that. Then when you don't need to focus on it, you can focus on her. Yeah, that's exactly right. Like we can, she she studies and does her thing in Adelaide and I just, yeah, do my footy here. It gives us a chance to focus. And then when we come together, like the time's better and more special. Um, Yeah, so we like doing cool stuff when we're together in Melbourne and then hopefully traveling a bit, so... It's not yeah. suffocating. It's it's a it's yeah. a good it's a yeah. good way to have a relationship sometimes. And then yeah. when everything starts to pan out the way you want it to pan out, then yeah. you can come together. Oh, so it has its ups and downs, but you just. It's what I'm we, just what I'm a glass with. half full guy, so I just yeah. see the positives of yeah, everything. Exactly pretty right. much. But you're right. You're exactly right. Hundred percent. Mm. Like, there's I a lot of there's a lot of good to it. I think AFL in a way is quite selfish. Like as a job, like you take a lot home with you. If mm. not, like 
your thoughts on how you went or injuries and stuff. So, like, you're always talk, thinking about footy. So, like, when you can spend them times with them, it's probably you want to do something exciting, I guess. Yeah, it is really good to have that balance. That's why I always touch on the hobbies with a lot of people because I like to know what their yeah. escape is because you need to have that escape when you play footy. Yeah. Yeah, this, I think that's massive. Like, sort of in, in, like, my first year, man, like, if I wasn't at footy, like, if we didn't have footy on, like, a lot of the time I'd be in the gym or, like, doing circuits like and now if you'd ask me to do that I'd be like no no I ain't you need that time away from the club man it's like who works in the office and then on their day off goes and push does paperwork yeah 100% I think I think the best thing is when you can completely like when you're doing something or with someone or whatever you're doing and you like it's completely like you're just not thinking about like it's Mm. not like usually like I'm I think a lot you probably think a lot too like footy and there's a lot of shit that you think about and it just you can't help it but like yeah. the best feeling in the world when like none of that matters just for a certain time like it's yeah. elite no i love it well we're getting towards the end of the potty but uh as i always do i love to get the guests involved with a little bit of q a so there's be oh. quick fire questions no longer than about 15 second answers just um go give them back to me you happy with that yeah i'm on that yeah you're on that yeah. you, you're better at that <laughs> i might be stumped a bit but yeah no nah, that's good i like it i like you it you have to process it for 15 yeah. seconds yeah <laughs> Now you get 15 seconds, quick fire, rapid fire questions. Are you ready? Who yes. are they for? Well, well oh, I'll say. Yeah, I'll right, say. I'll say who they're for. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you ready? Yeah. I'm nervous. No, yeah. Nah, these are good. These are good. Uh, what do you want to do after footy from Jack? <laughs> <laughs> Ride motorbikes. Tick, nah, tick, tick. Um, not sure, but I wouldn't mind doing like property investment eventually because – some reason I like that stuff at the moment, I like which it. I never thought I would. Very good. You? Um, I don't know. Um, I want to get into like I'm studying mental health, so I want to get into helping people um, Love it. and helping young athletes. So I, it's in the works, but yeah, I'm starting studying this year. So that's really cool. Yeah, we love mental health. Um, it's yeah, no, <laughs> study <laughs> on the tools. <laughs> now I like property investment. That's a very, very good one. What was the belief last year to win so many close games from Max? Just the way we prepared, I think. Like we trained so hard for them. We trained hard on little situations, mm. um, like last sec, last five minutes and stuff like that. So yeah, training it helped a lot. Yeah, I reckon the connection and the bond between everyone. Like you trusted your mate to get it done. So like, mm. yeah. Full confidence in each other. Love it. That's very good. Now we've got Tyson asks Bo. Oh, here we go. I know this is Oregon. Do you prefer a chase down tackle or a goal? Maybe it's not. Uh, probably a goal because they don't happen as often. <laughs> good. Oh, but then also, yeah, I don't know. Half, half. Yeah. Good one. What would you prefer? I'll ask you anyway. I don't think I've ever had a chase down tackle, <laughs> so can't compare it to anything. But no, I love a sausage. The feeling in front of like oh, nothing thousands oh, of yeah. people kicking a snag would be pretty nice. That's who you chase down, I reckon. Mm. That'd be a big one as well. Yeah. If you got someone that's fast, that'd be it. Yeah, that's the one to go. Lockie asks, how often do you guys go out and how do you find the balance for both of you? Start with you, start with um, you both. I was pretty bad when I first got drafted. Yep. Um, single and there's a lot of us, so we went out very often, but um, not as much anymore. Sort of, It's all about recovery and getting your body right for the next week. So working on that, yeah. Um, last year, I was similar with Bo. Because it was all new to me and like I was sort of caught up in it. So it was a fair, fair bit last year. But um, off season, I barely drunk. And this season, probably, yeah, very rarely. Because mm. I don't know, it's, it's just, it just gets to the point where you don't really want to ruin all the hard work you've done. But yeah, still find balance. Like 
for events. Like I'm more of an event type fella. Mm. Yeah, I like it. Cohen asks the best way to start your game day. Mine, um, now that we've got a cafe nearby, the new pad, um, probably just take my pup for a walk with the missus. Oh, very cute. Yeah, get a coffee and a feed, I reckon. That'll be my, um, I haven't done it yet, but I'm keen for that. Feed, what do you have? Ooh, I'd usually go like an eggs benny, but we'll cut down on that before a game. Yeah. I reckon we'll just go eggs, toast. Bacon and avocado. It's pretty well <laughs> without the hollandaise. But you get hollandaise anyway. So. Yeah. It just sounds like Eggs a big Benny. Benny. Yeah, pretty well. Big Ben. What about ben. you, Josh? Um, well, last year, pretty much, we went out for brekkie every morning. Yeah. Um, either with our missus or just us two, depending on what was going on. But, yeah, I'd be the same. Just get up and go for a feed and try and not think about it. Just wake up and get a feed. The Arvo <laughs> games are the best. Just yeah. cruising. Chill for the day. Night games are long. It's a long. I hate night games. I love them. Like you I love think, playing. Yeah, but but you, the build up. You're thinking twice. all day. Yeah. You're thinking footy, 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 and it's like it's actually draining. Yeah. I try sleeping um, if I got a night game. Like, yeah. I try sleeping until like eleven. Literally it's outrageous. Like, build ups just... at the G are good, or build up uh, like no late games at the G or in Melbourne are good. Yeah. But if we're away and we've got a late game, it sucks because you've got nothing to do. You're yeah. You're sitting just in chilling. a hotel. Mm. And you can't drive anywhere really and you don't want to do too much. So it sort of sucks. Because you want to kind of like chill out before a game as well. Like you mm. don't want to use exert any of your energy as well. Nah, spot on. And you sort of experiment. You find what works for you, I think. Mm. You guys reckon you found what works for you? I think I'm getting there. So yeah. I think like a big one that I've learned in the last two years is probably like preparation. Yeah. And just like recovery. I never did any of them. I just rock up, play and then probably go out. But now it's just like... yeah. Looking after your body as much as you can, and like your body's what makes you money in a way, like what mm. keeps you on the field. So yeah, looking 100%. after that. Well, I was always like so relaxed. Like I, do, I used to eat like hot chips before a game, and like not really care or anything. <laughs> like even I remember last year I was um, I wanted to go to the theme park when we we're in the Gold Coast. I wanted to go to the theme parks on the day, and Scoot was like, "Do you think that's a good idea?" And I was like. Yeah, <laughs> and then they no. were like, maybe, but yeah, like this year, I reckon I'll be a lot better. Like I got it, got it towards the end of last year. Just chill, get get enough sleep, and then get good food in me, and that that's well, all I'd really do. Brilliant. Well, I haven't seen your thing the other day. I was just gonna say, like, when you're in Darwin and you're in swimming at um, the waterfront. Yeah, I was just like, did that make you tired? Do you reckon? Nah, because I literally long. just jump in and yeah, like, refresh. Yeah, yeah, refresh. Like it'll be first thing in the morning. I'll have a coffee with like a few of my mates, and then just go yeah. jump into the. How good is and, it? And like though? just. Beautiful, oh, and it's like it's really nice in the morning as well because it's not too hot. Yeah. Um, it's that perfect, yeah. oh, perfect weather, and like oh, just yeah. jump in. Elite. You go to the waterfront. Yeah, you're in all the time. Yeah. Waterfront's goaded. Is the basketball course still there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's so much fun. <laughs> Funny. Yeah. The whole place is just wild. I love it. Very. It's so good in the morning. There's no one there as well. We just go do backies off the no thing there. You're not allowed no to, one. but. Yeah, yeah. That when I went there, it's just there's like there's no there. one. It's so quiet compared to Melbourne. I love it, bro. That's why I love going up every weekend because it just oh, yeah. I relax from like what happens here in Melbourne, and it's always go 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 when I'm here, like every minute of the day. And then when I get up there, it's just chill. Even help with like how you haven't drank for so long. Yeah, that's a good effort. And obviously, I reckon flying up there and flying back probably helps. Fly back on the night flight at like one a.m. on the Saturday or one a.m. on the Sunday. Red so I can't, dark, yeah, yeah, but so I can't go out. Yeah, so, yeah it helps um, in that way. Yeah, it definitely sure. does it help. Could, but you'd have to be going somewhere. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> in the morning. Six a.m. in the morning. We're in the Virgin Lounge, <laughs> smashing stone and woods. Uh, finish every podcast I like to with three successful habits you guys have employed into your life that has set you up for the success that you have had. So I'd love to ask, I'll start with you, Josh, three successful habits that you have in your life. I want to give um, the viewers something, or the listeners and the viewers, yeah. something to go home with. Successful habits. 
Give us one. Have you got one? Uh, waking up early in the morning for yeah, me would be okay. like the perfect one. Um, so like consistent wake up time, waking up at 6 a.m., like drinking lots of water, something like that. Yeah, okay. Successful habit. I reckon um, I reckon for me, like my road to the AFL, one of them was just like try and outwork everyone like when you're on the track. Like awesome. For me, like I see him doing that, I'll, like competitiveness, like even being competitive in running or doing whatever, whatever it may be, just making sure you're pushing yourself. More and I guess um, that sort of held me in good stead. Um, I another successful habit. I reckon that no matter how fit you are, how like whatever happens, like you got to f- focus on your mind first and body second, um, because you could be the fittest bloke in the world, but if you're not switched on upstairs and got it all together, then it won't matter. Um, so yeah, prioritize um, mental health and um, wellness. Even that's the second one, and um, more recently, I guess. Just diet. Um, I always, like last year, I was always a, like, after training pizza job or whatever, like I was just, mm. yeah, like horrible with my diet and I never thought it mattered. But now that I'm at the top end of the scale, I've realised how important it is and I've focused a lot on it. So I think I think it's helping me a lot too. Um, so I reckon diet would be my third one. That's an incredible three habits. Very good shoot, Bo. He's got me covered. Um, probably... Early mornings has helped me a lot. Like, yeah. I used to be like an 11 o'clock. If I had the day off, I wouldn't be getting up past le- yeah. uh, earlier than 11. But now it's still not early. It'd be like 8, 39. Yeah. But um, I think that's helped me a lot. Like you'd wake up and you'd waste your whole day. Mm. So I think that. Um, and then another one he said like, I've never ever thought about my mental health. Like ever. Mm. I've always just been a pretty happy dude. Like not much bothered me. But um, since playing AFL, it's probably, I've probably had a lot, experienced it a lot more. Like not or anything like that but just like you get annoyed and frustrated with yourself or why why can't I do this why can't I do that so just like yeah clearing your head and sort of touched on our hobbies before like how much hobbies do help me and like even just like my partner lives a while away and even just like driving back from her house if it's by myself like listening to music just stuff like that like clearing your head and just having a good mind uh good mind space and stuff like that so that's unbelievable that's very good when you say listening to music you can listen to this potty yeah because that'll just put your mind at ease Ladies and gentlemen, it's always a pleasure bringing you these potties every week, but it's been an absolute honour to have you guys on. Thank you so much for coming and joining the Prime Potty. Cheers for having Thank me, you. No been worries, lads. Fun. No worries, lads. If you guys want to check out Whoop as well, make sure you go and check down in the description because Whoop is elite. But apart from that, guys, I will see you very soon. Thank you very much for listening. Yes, sir.